Hello, I'm going live to uh, Frank Bird in Spa in Belgium. Spa, how are you, Mr. Mr. Bird? All good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well indeed, thank you. Um, what's it like in Spa today? Um, just really as you'd expect. A little bit overcast. Not the best weather, but no driving today, so it's not too bad. And, of course, this weekend we've got the Spa 24 hours. Um, now, you've raced a Spa before, have you? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I raced last year in uh, single-seaters, so be a little bit different this year. Doing right. a 24-hour in the, in the GT car as well, but looking forward to it. Right. Um, what about Spa? I mean, it's an iconic circuit. It has uh, a great reputation. It's a, it's a very challenging circuit, um, and obviously the weather is very much part of what uh, what a weekend can turn out to be. But just describe what it's like to do a, a lap at Spa because it's very special. It's, it's it's quite unique because you're using public roads as well, aren't you, most of the time? Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's an iconic circuit. It's got so much history and stuff behind it. But, yeah, the lap itself is pretty full on. It's, there's no rest, really. And you start a lap, obviously, with O'Rees, one of the most famous corners in the world, which is a proper buzz when you go through there, you know, like qualifying, low fuel, new tyres and stuff. So, yeah, the rest of the lap, it's all like that flow and putting it all together and uh, putting it, yeah like I said putting it all together and uh, hope it's a good lap time because I mean the circuit was probably over 8 miles long before they converted it back to the shorter circuit but uh, obviously the one thing that you talked about there is Eau Rouge I can remember sitting standing at the bottom of Eau Rouge and watching cars go through there um, and you know you the guys who actually are just going flat out are going flat out, but they obviously uh, are anticipating what's coming just after they've gone down into the dip and round the corner there, over the over the hill there. But I mean, it's a very challenging corner in itself, isn't it? I mean, when you approach it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, coming into it, you you can see most of the corner, but then when you get to the top part, it's it's pretty much blind, so you can't see what's coming up. But you've just got to hope and hope you know where you're going and pick the right line. But yeah, it's a proper buzz when you're going through there. And, in any type of conditions and through the race, we'll get to do it hundreds of times. So, looking forward to it. <laughs> What's the weather forecast for the weekend? Um, as you'd expect, I think it's a little bit unpredictable, a bit dodgy. But I think the race doesn't look too bad. It's pretty, it's going to be pretty cold anyway this time of year. But I think it's probably rain tomorrow and Friday, and then hopefully we get a dry race. Because I mean, the one thing about the one thing about a circuit there, of course, is the fact that you could actually be be in in the dry, sort of maybe in the pit area and and that sort of part of the circuit, Eau Rouge, whatever. But you might possibly find, as you go out towards and into the Ardennes themselves, that it's actually going to get rain further out on the circuit. Yeah, that's another part of Spa, isn't it? It's got its own sort of mini mini climate, if you like. So yeah, one part of the circuit can be raining, one part can be dry, but you've got to be, you know really alert to the conditions and adapt to them and but hopefully it's not that too bad in the race and mm. be good. Now there's going to be three of you in the car. Who's going to share the car with you? I've got uh, Nikolai Kiergaard, Danish Sky and Ewan McKay, Scottish. So we're all part of the, the Bentley Academy. So, so it's third round of the season and we've all been working together well and all gaining experience together. So she puts us in a good, good spot for uh, Spa this weekend. 
and this is all the cars run by Stuart Parker Racing. But I mean, you're very much part of this academy program now. And uh, from your perspective, I mean, your career is now developing. I mean, we know about your success as a rally driver, but as a, as a single-seater racer, we obviously saw your progress through there. But as far as GTs and running the driving the bench is concerned, I mean, it's a it's a new environment for you. But you you sort of have really sort of settled into it very quickly, and you must be enjoying the challenge, I guess, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've really enjoyed the, the transition from single heaters to GT and with a great team of Parker Racing, part of the Bentley Academy. It's a great place to be and uh, still really looking after us as drivers and all learning together and uh, gaining experience each time we get out in the car. But yeah, it's a little bit different to what I've been used to compared to last year, but really enjoyed it so far. And uh, yeah, it's been, been a good season so far. What about racecraft in single seaters as opposed to driving uh, the Bentley? I mean, is there is there a sort of different approach to racecraft in in single seaters as opposed to say being in a in a GT racer? Uh, to be honest, I find it pretty similar. Really, everyone's even though it's endurance racing, everyone's still really aggressive and they all get stuck in. So, yes, racecraft and stuff like that's pretty similar. And uh, I think single, having a few years in single seaters has put me in good. Uh, good stead for uh, the GT racing. But I mean, the Bentley is, is is quite a big car. But I mean, when you're in the car racing it, I mean, does it feel does it feel that big? Do you sort of feel as if you're sort of in a nice sort of uh, close enclosed environment? Yeah, it's pretty massive. You could probably fit a, you could probably fit an armchair in there. It's that big. But when you when you're following other cars, you can you can kind of tell it's a little bit bigger compared to like the Audi and stuff like that. But no, we've got. The car's good, actually. It's good in the dry. We've uh, found some good setups, and uh, in the wet, we probably struggle a little bit, but the team are working hard to try and fix it, and uh, it should be good when we get when we get started testing. Absolutely. So you're qualify. You're doing your qualifying when actually? When will you actually do the qualifying? Qualifying tomorrow evening, and then we have a, we have a super pole session as well if we get into that, which will be Friday evening. Right, okay. And what time does the race start on Saturday? Race start Saturday is, I think, one thirty European time. One thirty European time. And what about yeah. the, the driving sense? I mean, how how do you share the driving sense as far as the 24 hours are concerned? Well, um, the fuel tank lasts an hour, so we'll, we'll do an hour stint. But a driver can stay in for two stints, so that'll be two hours, so... We'll just we'll see how it goes and see how we qualify and how the race goes, how it pans out, and uh, go from there really. But we'll try and do the, the double stint if we can. And also, I suppose, as well as anything else, I mean, you've got to in your in your break period, you've got to try and at least relax and and maybe um, sleep a little bit if you can. But I guess also with the adrenaline pumping as it will be during the race uh, weekend itself, I mean, very difficult to sort of sit, sit down and relax when you know that you've got another stint coming up probably. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the hardest parts, actually. You get in the car and you're still buzzing and wired and stuff, but you try and get a little bit of rest for that. I think it'll be hard with the noise of the cars and everything else going on. But, yeah, you've got to try and uh, reserve a bit of energy, ready to get back in the car. Now, the three of you, are you a sort of similar dimension in terms of your size, your height and stuff? Because, obviously, the car itself the seat that you're in is obviously designed for you but but do you do you have your own seat you you have one seat in the car for all three of you yeah well we have a base seat and then we all have our own little like insert things that we, we put in for the pit stops and when we get in the car the pedals and the steering wheel move so 
it's not too everyone anyone anyone any size can fit in the car really so it's mm. pretty good so you have you have inserts which basically give you padding if you're slightly smaller or bigger than the other guys yeah yeah that's right fantastic stuff and um apart from all of that i mean presumably you've got a bit of support from the family uh this weekend as well haven't you yeah i've got dad coming over well we're only allowed one guest at the moment with covid and everything going on so got dad coming over giving me some support and uh yeah he'll be he'll be watching on from the garage There'll be there'll be plenty of shouting and wooing and uh, yooping and yapping and singing uh, on the on the pits and uh, wherever when you're out racing. Um, just talking about dad, of course. A great weekend at uh, at the final at Brands Hatch, taking another another British Superbike title. Uh, fantastic weekend for uh, uh, Vision Track Ducati and Paul Bird Motorsport. Yeah, I know. Another fantastic year. Won it two in a row now and eight Superbike titles overall. And- yeah, the team were brilliant all year. We did, they did struggle a little bit at the start, but they recovered well and ended up winning. But, yeah, the riders and the team and everyone that worked really well. So, credit to them and another good season in the bag. I mean, Josh had his second season with the bike. I mean, he's a previous winner of the title, but obviously two titles for him now. And Christian Iden, I mean, uh, he really worked hard and, and got himself into a... Uh, if you like, almost a second spot for, for the title, but he ended up finishing third. But a great teamwork and obviously a great result for him as well. Yeah, he was a bit of a surprise, really, Christian. No one really knows, knew what to expect from him, but he worked hard all year and he's super consistent. I think he's in the podium, I don't know how many times, nearly every race he's on the podium. So, yeah, he, was, he finished third overall, which is his best result in the championship. But I think he was maybe a little bit disappointed not to finish, finish second behind Josh, but no, he rode well all season, so did Josh, so credit to them. Well, of course, with Dad as uh, team boss, and obviously John Mowat uh, heading up the sort of uh, the team in the garage as well, I mean, uh, uh, nobody's likely to be allowed to fail, but also more likely to encourage, be encouraged to win things, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. You've got a, a great team behind all the mechanics, team managers, everything. So, yeah, they've all got loads of experience, and I think that showed this year with a good tough start and then to recover well, so... Fantastic stuff. No, it's great. I mean, I, and also, I mean, your rally program, from your perspective, I mean, has been a, a really great success. We know you had success in the, the rally stages event up in Cumbria, but, uh, I mean, uh, just looking at the rally side of things, I mean, have you got any more to come, or is that it for the season now? I've got um, Alton Park, Circuit Rally Championship coming up, and then Cadwell Park, but then that's it for this year, really. Everything's mm-hmm. sort of been cancelled and moved to next year, so just two more events coming up in the winter. But you're enjoying that rallying stuff as well, are you? Yeah, I do really enjoy it. It's, it's something different. Uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's, uh, I took to it pretty well, actually, I think. So, yeah, it's good to keep driving different stuff and keep sharp. And if I enjoy it as well, it's a, that's another bonus. You're an incredibly laid-back young man. Do you know that? <laughs> a lot of people say that. <laughs> it's now, the thing is, you, you give that impression, but is that really what's going on inside sometimes? Uh, no, I'm just pretty chilled out. Nothing really phases me. I think that's a good way to be, really. Nice and relaxed and not too, like, worried about everything and whatever. So, no, I think it's a good trait to have. There's one thing about it. It's going to help you towards a lot of success in motorsport, whatever that's rallying or be it uh, circuit racing as well. But can I just wish you the boys in the car with you and also the whole team a great weekend and uh, I hope it come, you come away with uh, with the prize at the end of the day but good luck for the weekend yeah thanks a lot cheers